Now, brothers, one thing they don't teach in the seminary, believe it or not, is that Mother's Day is one of the most terrible days of the year. It is fraught with anxiety. Every conversation is a potential pitfall. To whom do you wish a happy Mother's Day? To whom do you not? Because she might not be a mother. Or she might not be terribly happy with her children that day. (laughs) And so priests eventually, on their own, discover ways of just wishing people a happy day. (laughs) Have a beautiful day. And if I know her children, and I know her children love her well, then I might wish her a happy Mother's Day. But that's very limited circumstances. In fact, it is so nerve-wracking that even the prayers of the faithful are a, a minefield. Is it just praying for mothers? Is it praying for natural mothers and spiritual mothers? Natural mothers, adoptive mothers, spiritual mothers, mothers, grandmothers, spiritual mothers, stepmothers, foster mothers, godmothers, honorary mothers. So everyone's included. It's so much that I'm almost at the point of saying, Mother's Day is in the possessive singular. It's not even in the plural. Why am I wishing you a happy Mother's Day? I wish my mom a happy Mother's Day. You should wish your mom a happy Mother's Day. Don't make me wish your mom a happy Mother's Day. (laughs) There are some cultures, beautifully, they have the tradition of calling older women mother and older men father. In our Catholic culture, or what remains of a Catholic culture, I I experienced that in a little bit, where the mother of a priest, I treat like my mother. When When a woman's son is ordained, all of a sudden she has inherited a great big family of of men, young men, older men, who adore her, who know her great love, her great prayer, um, her great humility, her great joy, and, and that trickles over to other people who love us the same or in a similar way, right? The people who love us the way a good mother love us, we, we, all, we slip into wishing them a happy Mother's Day, not just as a greeting, but because we know that there's something godly about their affection. It's not the kind of affection that wants to protect you from the world, but it's the kind of love that builds you up to go fight a great battle. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna be difficult. And that's what you're meant for. That's why I gave birth to you. Before every soccer game, after the team had its huddle and its cheer, mom's last words to me were fight hard and play tough. Mom knows that you have a purpose. And the purpose is not to stay at home for the rest of your life and eat her food and add to her laundry. It's to go out into the world and do something important. 
to serve God, to love others, to fight the battle against the devil, and to win by God's grace. That's the message of the Blessed Virgin Mary to Lucia, Francisco, Jacinta, and Fatima. You have a purpose. I love the fact that you love me. I love the fact that my name is on your lips. I need you to pray better. I need you to pray more. I need you to suffer. I need you to do penance. Because your job isn't just to save your soul. Your job is to save everyone else from going to hell. To pray for them. Not just offer up prayers of affection as though it's all about our individual relationship. No, I'm their mother too. I don't want them separated from me either. So when we have that regard for Mary as our mother, really, truly our mother, even more so than our, our, our earthly mom is, we see each other as brothers and sisters. Our Lord in this gospel, and so many of the readings we've heard as of late, emphasizes the Father is in me and I am in, I am in him. And my purpose is to bring you to him. I am going away and I'm going to prepare a place for you, which means I'm going to come and take you with me. In theological terms, it refers to the exitus and the reditus. Everything comes from God the Father. Everything goes back to God the Father. Even his only begotten son. Not just creatures. Not just his adopted children. But our Lord shows us the way of coming from the Father to live and to serve and to battle and to sweat and to suffer and ultimately to die in order to be able to go back to the Father. Our little ones who received First Holy Communion yesterday were reminded that the purpose of this Holy Mass is not to simply give them comfort. It's not simply for our consolation. It's to bind you so closely to Christ that then you are part of his offering up to God the Father. God does come down to us in order to bring us back up. And so we prayed to have this vision and to, and to live this life, to know from whom we come and to know where we go. And we know the way because we know Jesus. Because we've seen his face, we've seen the face of the Father. And when we are worried, when death scares us, our spiritual mother is at our side as she accompanied St. John. She teaches us that every cross 
Every suffering is part of the road of growing closer to God, of becoming more like our Lord. And so we ask her to accompany us, especially to accompany all those who struggle and who are tempted to stop the journey. And we ask her, remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, we fly into thee, O Virgin of virgins, our mother. To thee do we come, for thee we stay, sinful and sorrow. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not our petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.